Catching you up on the latest stories from around the Sunshine State that you should know heading into this Friday morning, July 8th. I'm Kristen Moorhead, and this is The Point from WUFT News. This next story includes the mention of suicide and its impact on a community. If you or someone you know is suicidal, you can reach the National Suicide Hotline at 800-273-8255. National Suicide Prevention Hotlines are bracing for an influx of calls when the new, shorter number, 988, launches on July 16th. Many are hopeful that the number will save lives, but it's unclear whether it will effectively serve people with autism, who are more than three times likelier to have suicidal thoughts and behaviors, according to a research analysis. I spoke with WUFT's Report for America Corps member Katie Heisen about her story. An advocate had mentioned offhandedly that they were concerned whether when 988 launched, whether it would unintentionally cause an increase in the use of the Baker Act on children with autism. And so I started looking into that, but as I was reporting and speaking to more and more people, it became clear that there were many more ways that hotlines maybe weren't as effective for callers with autism. You mentioned that part of your story focuses on the Baker Act and how this new hotline number might lead to an increase in the number of detained children. Can you talk about more about how that would impact kids with autism? At this point, it's important to remember that it's just a concern that advocates are having. There is some precedent that they point to with um, when threat assessments were rolled out following the shooting at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. Uh, there were disproportionate amounts of um, special education students that were caught up in those threat assessments. And so the fear is that the th- same thing will be done um, with the Baker Act, even though children with autism and children with disabilities aren't supposed to be Baker Acted for behavior related to their disabilities, but it still happens anecdotally frequently from what advocates are telling me. And so the concern is that this new number, 988, sounds less intimidating, sounds easier to call than 911. And so teachers may call this number more frequently if they're experiencing situations that maybe should have behavioral support, but instead they're calling for, you know, a mental health crisis hotline. It's important to note that schools aren't supposed to call 988 directly, from what I've been told. They're meant to call mobile response teams directly or have some other kind of um, mental health counseling intervention on hand. The concern from advocates is whether 988 will be used in a way it's not intended to. Tell me a little bit about the people who you talked to for this story, and how did you meet them? I spoke with a researcher who's also a director for the Center for Autism and Related Disabilities at Florida Atlantic University, and he was working on a nationwide survey with the Autism Society of America on people with autism's experiences using these hotlines. So he was able to give me a lot of insight into Um, what they're finding as far as the effectiveness of these hotlines. They're still reviewing the qualitative answers, 
but he has reviewed some of the quantitative data and said that most respondents would give their past experiences with hotlines grades of C or below. But one thing in the survey that seemed hopeful or pointed to a possible solution is that almost 90% said they'd be much more likely to call these hotlines if the workers had more autism-specific training. So looking forward, after this change takes place, is there any kind of plan to implement this specific training or take precautions to prevent things like this from happening? A spokesperson for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline said they don't have any full training right now, but they do provide ongoing resources to hotline workers on how to best support callers with autism. As far as the additional training that advocates are saying is needed, there's no indication yet that that's coming. One of the challenges is that the National Lifeline has standards that call centers have to meet, but how local centers implement those standards is up to them at a local level. So standardizing autism-specific training may be challenging. Locally, the Alachua County Crisis Center said um, that they're wanting partners, they'd like to collaborate, and they really want feedback on what's working and what's not working for people with autism. That was WUFT's Report for America Corps member Katie Heisen talking about how the new National Suicide Hotline number might not effectively serve people with autism. Now let's get you caught up on today's top stories. Florida public schools exceeded expectations for grades for the 2021-2022 school year. According to News 4 Jacks, the Florida Department of Education released school grades on Thursday. The 2021-2022 school grades mark the first full school grade data release since 2019. Every school graded F in 2019 improved its grades in 2022, including one that earned a B and six that earned a C. Florida is again pitted in a battle with the invasive giant African land snail. According to WUSF, over 1,000 of the invasive snails have been collected in Pasco County so far. State Agriculture Commissioner Nikki Freed says they're a clear threat because they eat over 500 species of plants and the stucco off of houses. Authorities warn people not to touch the mollusks if one is found. Instead, contact the Florida Department of Agriculture's Division of Plant Industry Helpline at one 397 1517. The rental housing market in Florida is among the most overvalued in the country and has among the fastest rising prices, according to a new study of rental trends. Florida Today reports that the study looked at 107 U.S. rental markets using data from April. It found that 10 of the 14 most overvalued rental markets in the country are in Florida. All 10 are overvalued by more than 13%. Subscribe to The Point newsletter, which drops the latest stories into your inbox daily at 8 a.m. Visit wuft.org for more info. I'm Kristen Moorhead, and you've been listening to The Point from WUFT News out of the University of Florida. Have a great Friday.